everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Mindset to Mastery. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to manage and embrace change. And as you know, on our 30 minutes together, we will present you with information, strategies, tips, and actionable items that will help you to change your mindset and master your success. And today's guest is someone that I had an awesome time speaking to. Um, we had a great time on her show. I was a guest on her podcast, which we'll tell you a little bit more about. Um, we are going to be talking today about making the big shift, how to pivot in your life and career. And I am joined by no no other than my awesome friend, Margo. Hey! Hey, Keisha. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's know, do right? it. Everybody keeps asking me every time, why are you having so much fun? I was like, because I'm, inter- I'm talking to fun people. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. not just an interview. This is a really awesome conversation you guys get to listen in on. So, Margot, you are the host and creator of a radio show called Her Business, Her Voice, Her Conversation, yes. which I absolutely love because of the fact that when we are going through these major shifts in our lives, and you talk a lot about reinvention, um, a lot of times our voice is lost. Mm-hmm. We, we forget who we are. We forget, you know, what it means to, to navigate the world. And we forget how to express ourselves and share our stories. So tell us a little bit about how you came up with, you know, this concept of, of starting your own radio show. Well, Keisha, uh, and thank you so much for this opportunity. We had so much fun when you were on my show, and uh, it will continue on. But radio became, uh, podcasting became what I do um, about seven years ago, just something that I fell in love with and it helped me keep my sanity while I was in corporate America. It was just a sideline hobby, something I would do uh, first terrestrial and then went podcast. And like I say, keep my, keep my sanity. And after I quit the corporate job uh, and took a year off to get my health back to mentally, physically, every kind of way, I went back to what I like and that's podcasting, you know, and having good conversations and meeting people just like yourself, people who have done some big, bold things and and making a change in this life. And um, I've been doing it for three years now and I absolutely love it. I do love what we do. Well, that is, that is awesome. Now you mentioned that you made this shift from corporate America and you took a year off to kind of, you know, get your health together and reset your mind and everything. So tell me, what was that like? Because I know you said you started the podcast because you wanted to kind of maintain your sanity. What what was it like for you to go from that point of realizing that this was no longer going to work and I needed to make that shift? And, 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 you know, how did you go through that process? Oh, it was rough, Keisha. It was, I mean, I was going to retire anyway, but I thought two, three, maybe four years out, then I would go ahead and make that change. Now, I always thought I'd go into podcasting, you know, monetize it, not monetize it. Whatever happens, I'm going to go ahead and keep doing it, but like further on down the road. But I got into a harassment thing at work mm. and it happened. I'll never forget. It happened. Uh, the labor day, the, we were getting ready to go for Labor Day weekend. And out of the blue comes this terrible, terrible 
call. And I go to my uh, manager and I tell him what happened. And there, there were a couple of the people that saw my face. They understood what happened also. Mm-hmm. So we go down to HR. I'm shaking like a leaf. And we're getting ready to go to vacation. So then we go on vacation. I come back. I can't shake that conversation. Mm. And um, it's really affecting my work my attitude. I'm mad all the time. I'm looking over my shoulder, hoping to God he doesn't come in the office, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So it gets that bad. Uh, Keisha, well, I go to a therapist. I absolutely, I'll tell the world, I started going to a therapist. So by, uh, the, but by to October, they said, you know, you really need to think about letting that job go. But I wasn't ready to go, you know, even though every day I'm crying, going to work, horrible. By December, I knew it was time. I looked around before Christmas break and I knew I can't come back. You know, if I do, um, something bad's going to happen and it's not going to be good on my part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blood pressure was up, all kinds of things happening physically, mentally. And um, it was, I was one sad puppy still going to the therapist, Mm -hmm. um, just in terrible, terrible shape terrible shape had stopped podcasting just numbed out and um that's how I started I took that year off um continued on with the therapist Uh, my physician got me back in good shape and uh then I was ready to get started again and it was the best thing that I could have ever done miss the money yeah you do Mm -hmm. uh you know I I wasn't fired I quit I literally ran for my life and it was a long time before I could tell that story. I just told people I quit, you know, mm-hmm. and started game show hopping. I live here in Southern California, mm-hmm. went to game show hop, started game show hopping and tried to determine how to live again, you know? And, so. you, and, and something that you said struck me about how you started feeling yourself spiral downward. You know, you didn't want to eat. You were angry all the time. You were looking over your shoulder. You lost your zest for living. And and like you said, you had to figure out how to live again. Yes. And there are so many people that I talk to, and especially because I deal with um, working with people to, to manage change. There are so many people that are like, you know, that like you, we have our plan of when we're going to do something. And then something happens that causes that shift. And even though we know we have to leave, we try to stick it out. We try to make it work. We try to figure out how we're going to navigate it and, and, and adjust to it. So at what point did you make a decision that your health and your mental well-being and, um, and your happiness was worth more than the job and the money and the plan that you had? I tell you, and I remember the tipping point was when I spent a week crying in my car, calling the therapist before I could even go into work. That was Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That was just, you know, she didn't have to tell me again. I felt myself going circling the drain, as they say. Mm -hmm. And when you have to do that, it's that extreme you have to do something. I mean, self, I think self-preservation kicks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I going to live or is this, this, this 
event going to live. It was me or the event. Mm-hmm. And I just, that was, I, I think back about that, Keisha, that was crazy. Yeah. That was, that was something, you know, and, and it, he's still there. He's still working there, <laughs> still going right along. Mm-hmm. But I found my voice again. And, and because I like, I'm reflecting back upon something that you said uh, earlier, how we lose our voices. And when you go through something like that, you lose your voice because you think that HR and this great company is going to have your back. They listen to what I said. They know what I'm going through. They're going to have my back. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. Maybe they, in their eyes, they felt that they did. But in my eyes, my perception I was cast to the wind, nothing was done, and I had to look out for myself. So between that perception and calling the therapist for a week every day before I could even get out of the car, mm-hmm. something had to change, and I had to change. Yeah. And you know, there are so many people that they're listening to this, and they're thinking about, they're on, they're on the fence. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to figure out, okay, I know this, I know this job, I know this routine, I know where I live, I know all of this, I'm familiar with all of this. And one of the, the things that I talk about a lot with people is that comfort, that comfort trap where you are so locked into being comfortable with the way things are that you really don't recognize how detrimental it is to you. And how much it, it's sapping your energy and, and pulling you down instead of lifting you up. And, and losing your voice happens because you're losing yourself. Mm-hmm. And they don't even realize that. Yeah. And so on, on your podcast, you talk a lot about reinvention and the yes. power of reinvention. And especially because, you know, your, your corporate career lasted how long? 26 years. So 26 years of being in this career and now you are faced with what do I do now? What do I do next? So talk a little bit about that power of reinvention and how you have, you know, what your journey has been going through that and and how you help other women to understand that power within them through what you do with your podcast. Wow. I I think, and that, well, I shouldn't say I think, but what I know for a fact is that the best way that I influence women and and even men is to model it Mm -hmm. uh, and be transparent and tell my truth. Let everybody know that um, it was my decision to leave that corporate job. It was my decision to get my voice back and get my health together. It was my decision to hire a very expensive mentor so that I could get my voice back and I could enjoy podcasting again. It was my, it was my life at stake. And so I tell everybody, if you can't hire a mentor, mm-hmm. if you can't get into a mastermind, listen to the show because I bring those people to you so that you can begin to get your footing. You know, when you lose your voice, you don't have your footing, your balance is off, mm-hmm. your conversation is off, everything is off. And if you think that you want to write your book, you want to launch that business, even become a podcaster, that's what her business, her voice, her conversation is all about. We don't only talk about how to do that. 
But knowing what that I had to go through the counseling, we take a look at the inside out work that has to happen. Because if you don't take care of the inside me, then that outside, you can hire the best counselor, the best um, mentor, strategist to get your business, your podcast, to help you write that book. You can hire those people all day long. But if you are not positioned in your mind, in your body, in your spirit to undertake this, and when you get into the fork of the road that goes with reinventing yourself, if you don't have those people around to help you, to answer those questions, to, to undergird you, um, you're just going to bottom out. So the first thing is to do that inside work. Honey, I tell anybody, get yourself a counselor, get that mental self together, because what you knew to do in corporate, it's probably completely different from what you're transitioning into, from your what you're going to reinvent yourself to become, you're going to need some help. Don't take on all that pressure of, okay, I'm going to YouTube this and <laughs> I'm going to Google this. Google is my friend. What are you going to do when you don't know? And you have to come to that crossroads. I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, it, even though I had been podcasting. Do you know for two years, I had my mentor, my strategist record the, the uh, programs for me because I was afraid that I was not going to get everything, get that perfect interview mm -hmm. recorded correctly. He helped me get my voice. They all, you have to also at that, during that reinvention time, get your uh, confidence back. Because mm -hmm. you've been shaken to the core. Right. And as you know, change shakes you. It, mm -hmm. it it rattles your confidence. So you need somebody to help you with that inside work while you're building that platform, your business structure. Even if you're writing a book, you have to structure that thing out, as you know. Mm -hmm. So um, that's part of the, I don't even go any deeper with people unless they've done some inside work yeah. and they're strong enough to weather the ebb and flow of reinventing yourself because it's not for the faint of heart. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of disappointments, uh, a lot of triumphs. I meet people like you, but nevertheless, uh, reinvention usually is hinged upon a business of some type. And you know that that's um, volatile. And yeah. even though many of us are going into it, I just want to make sure that you're up for the journey. That's why uh, this platform, her business, her voice, her conversation, lets you kind of stick your toe in the, in the water mm -hmm. without total commitment. And if you want to reach out to that person who's the guest that week, then you're free to. You're free to do that. And I didn't have any of that. I just went all whole hog in. <laughs> I got the mentor, uh, the strategist, uh, and I knew that I wanted to return to podcasting. So I was all in and uh, had done the inside work. And I still have to do the inside work. It, it just takes on another, another level. Yeah. as you're moving along. And I, and I love how you talk about the fact that this is, this a, it's a process. It's a journey. Yes. You know, you go through the ebbs and the flows. And, and as I always tell people, I say, you have to celebrate your small victories because you may end up in a valley or in a hole the next day, but celebrate the small victories. And I've started actually keeping a journal of my successes Anything that I want to celebrate, you know, whether, you know, hey, I reached out to this person to be a guest and they said yes, or hey, I reached out to this person on LinkedIn and they accepted me, or hey, I have a new a meeting with this person, or I got to go to this event, just the small things that help to build that momentum 
so that you don't get derailed whenever something happens that doesn't go your way. And well, Keisha, can I ask you this? Mm-hmm. Do you, because you hear the, I mean, that, I, I'm over here shaking like a little kid in my seat. <laughs> that people, we often overlook the little things, the mm-hmm. celebrating the little things. But that's a, it's something that you would say that because that's part of my, of my book. Uh, her business, her business, her voice, her reinvention. I learned celebrate those little things because that's something that's tangible. And you know what else I, I started to do? Mm-hmm. Pretty girl collection, drinkware collection. Out of celebrating those small things, honey, I bought myself a wine glass, just one. That's my wine glass. <laughs> and when I drink out of it, I remember why I bought that. And I bought myself a a mug. And when I drink out of that mug, I remember what that milestone, what that, I bought that mug because this happened. And I started giving this stuff away. People say, well, why are you giving away mugs and glasses? Because I learned that when you pick that, it's something about food and drink that Mm -hmm. becomes very personal. And when you do that for yourself, then all of that good feeling and that sense of accomplishment comes back mm-hmm. to you. And when you, like you say, when you're in the valley the mm-hmm. next day, maybe, then you can say, well, that happened, but doggone it, when I'm out here, this is what happened and I'm, it's going to be okay. Right. I'm going to be okay. So I just had to tell you that. I think. Well, I, I appreciate that, that because the, these are all, these are all things that people can take in and start doing because one of the, 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 the major thing that I always want to remind people of is that you have to not just make a decision in your mind about what you want to do or how you want to go forward, but you have to honor that decision with some type of action. Yeah. And when you're celebrating your success, you need a tangible reminder of that success. I love the idea of having the wine glass or the mug or something that commemorates that because when you see it and you touch it, then it reminds you where I am right now is not where I'm going to stay because I was up before and I'll be up again. Yes. And so when you talk about reinvention and, and we're, we're talking about the mind and how powerful that is, talk a little bit about the power of a focused mind, because I know with all of this information that's out there, you've got tons of podcasts and you've got, you know, everybody who thinks YouTube and Google are the end all be all <laughs> with all of this information. Um, and you've talked about structure a lot. So what is it about that power of having that focused mind that helps people through this whole process of reinvention and making that shift? I tell you that focused mind is, it's like a Pac-Man and mm-hmm. I'm dating myself, but mm-hmm. it, goes, I mean, a a focused mind knows what it has to do and it does it. You've you've gotten yourself, you're in a position with a mentor or a strategist and you know what it's going to take for you to go from A to Z your way, Mm -hmm. not the way uh, your neighbor did it or uh, uh, even your strategist. This has to be customized so that it's fun, mm-hmm. so that it's real to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and especially when you're building, that you're getting there, that first reinvention, you've left corporate and this first reinvention project is underhand. It has to be all about you. Mm-hmm. It really will. Really, and each step has to talk about 
uh, has to lead to that next step up, that next step of accomplishment, that next step of laying that cement, laying that foundation. If it takes a day or if it takes a year, Whatever it takes, you're going to have to be focused because as we all know, we live in a noisy world and it's so easy to run over here. You've heard of the shiny object syndrome. You run over here, you run over there, (laughs) you spend a ton of money over here and a ton of money over there. And I can laugh because I did it. Mm -hmm. Sidestep some stuff that I didn't, should not have done, even though I had a a strategist, a mentor. Mm -hmm. But when you get focused and you put your feet on the ground, you say, I don't care what anybody else is doing. This is my journey. This is my building process. And Susie over there might have 2 million downloads and streams. If I only have 100 dog on it, I'm going to keep building and get myself where I need to be. So focus mind is powerful. It saves a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of heartache. Yeah. And especially into in that, you can't be consistent if you're not focused. Yes. And, and that shiny object syndrome. And then, and, and we are, we are so good at doing things based on how we feel. I'm not feeling that today. You know what? I'm just going to, and especially if you're doing this as a result of a huge life shift or career shift or downshift, and you're looking around and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit on the couch and with my ice cream and, you know, bake some cookies and watch TV. And I don't feel like being bothered. But like you said, this is, this journey is not for the faint of heart. And when you have the right people around you and you have that focused mind and you've been, you've had your podcast for three years now, right? Yes. Three years solid. And, and I, and I know that there is a routine. I mean, I I've been, I'm a newbie at 15 months, but there is that you have to have that dedication to consistency of I'm going to record on this day every week. I'm going to make sure I put out this content every week. I'm going to post every week. You can't, you can't expect the success without the consistency. It's hard. I don't know that you're going to make it. It's going to stay at a hobby. And then there are so many podcasters who's going to know you. You're going to get buried in the, mm-hmm. in the minutia of everybody coming in. Some people will last seven episodes and some people will are in it to win it, such as yourself, and are, are going to go the distance. But if you're not consistent, people aren't going to, they're going to lose interest. You know, we don't, it's hard to hold people's interest. Right. The guests, Oh, and I know that you found this to be true. The guests are going to say, ah, I'm not going to give any time to that person because they're fly by night. Mm-hmm. People go to find out when you did your last podcast. They really, really do. I mean, savvy folks that are in business or they're authors or the folks that are really in it to win it, they're checking you all along the way. And you have to make sure that you have everything covered. Get that, get, if you're once a week as a podcaster, then let's be consistent and every week have it out. Now, maybe every once in a while, something will happen and you say, I can't get it out that Tuesday, but it's definitely there Wednesday, Mm -hmm. but there's not a month, two months, three months span of time where people can't find you. And I'm all for repurposing, repurposing because most of us have excellent content that is worthy of being repurposed, Mm -hmm. but trust and know that that information is not 10 years old and you're trying to resurrect it. You know, and I, I had to say that because people have a 
big misconception about podcasting. Oh, it's easy. We'll get in it and we'll make a ton of money. And uh, you know what? Any, I'll just sit up here and talk about uh, the, the pictures on my wall and everybody's going to listen. People are savvy time. We're all on the uh, freeways. We're on the trains. We're on the buses. We're in between jobs. We're in between things in our brain and people are savvy. They're not giving you that kind of old whole hum time for a podcast anymore. Right. You know? and, and, I, and to apply that to whatever they do, if they have a podcast, if you have a business, if you have a new career that you're starting, if you're going back to school, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing, you have to have that consistency. Because if you don't show up for you, how do you expect anybody else to show up? Say that. You can't have people. And then you look around and say, I'm not getting the support. Well, you're not supporting yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not Mm -hmm. starting the journey and being committed to yourself. So if you want to become a leader, if you want to be promoted, if you want to have a successful business, you know, you know, I'm a big proponent of the, my movie of success. Once you put that down and you get your action steps and you get focused, mm-hmm. your key is consistency. You have to do something day in and day out. Even if you are working a job and ready to transition to another one, you need to do something towards that new position where you want to get to. Yes, I totally agree. And your mind mapping movie mm-hmm. is that, I mean, everybody needs to pay attention to that because reinvention, I'm, and I'm speaking from it from the maiden voyage, the first journey. But when we spoke about the mind mapping movie, mm-hmm. uh, that is indicative of how you reinvent yourself once you've gotten into, once you started, then you're constantly reinventing yourself because you're constantly growing. You're always going to end up on another level. Mm-hmm. And what you introduce and subscribe for people, that is definitely in order for that next level. You know, I wouldn't try to do anything. I'm going to do one myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go ahead and try to make another move uh, without doing that because you have to see where you want to go, taste mm-hmm. it, feel it. So what you, what you are giving to people is phenomenal. It well, really, really yeah. is. I appreciate nice. that. <laughs> well, we, we have actually come to the end of our show already. <laughs> Every time we talk, it's like this. Um, I We've got about uh, about three minutes or so, but I want you to give people your um, your information of, of how they can get in touch with you. Where can they find your podcast? Um, I will have information on my website at carsgroup.com for people to be able to find out all of your links and information, but tell them about how they can find your podcast and, and what you have coming up next. Okay. Well, all the podcasts are on the major Apple uh iHeartRadio, but the easiest way is to go to my website, margolevette.com, M-A-R-G-O-L-O-V, as in Victor, E-T-T.com. Go up under podcast. That's the easiest way. And then on the main page, if you want to subscribe and you have it come to your uh, desktop or whatever, the links, uh, they are interactive, you know, Mm -hmm. so if you want to subscribe on iHeartRadio or whatever way you want to listen, then you can subscribe from the homepage. And I am so excited about about what I'm working on that's going to come up in March. I believe that be, people always want be, uh, want to be on the show, refer me, uh, this, that, and the other, and you don't even know that person. So I'm starting up a meet, 
meet up. Mm-hmm. Know, like, and trust meet up. And oh. you talked about committing. I committed. I don't care if there's one person there. Every month, the first Saturday of every month, I am going to be in a fabulous, artsy um, atmosphere where I'm going to invite somebody to come in and we're going to make a... Uh, learn about constant contact or whatever is going to help us streamline and do business in a quicker, most more effective uh, way. And then we're going to network. No hard selling. Let's know, like, and trust each other. Oh my! Then we can, we can collaborate. Then we can make referrals, but no, like, and trust each other. So if a person's in Southern California, uh, it will always be posted there on Eventbrite, No Like and Trust Meetup in Torrance, California. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I have enjoyed our conversation as usual. Um, Thank you to my listeners. I hope you guys have, have gotten some really great nuggets from here, from this. Um, if you want to subscribe or you want additional information, visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers. This has been Mindset to Mastery, where we give you strategies, tips, information, and actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. Until next time, make it a great one.